And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Marvelous, Monumental, Most Fascinating, Massively Mind-Bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one and draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, this is the problem. Instead of recognizing that the Lord is worthy of praise, people want to know what God can do for them. In better words, they'll say, hey, God, what have you done for me lately? Besides the truth that God lets each one of us live long enough to even have a first memory is the reality that every good and perfect gift in life comes from God. That's what it says in James 1.17. So anything and everything good in anyone and everyone's life is a gift from God. Next, Satan makes a false statement in the encounter referenced in Job. He says, take away his health and he will curse you to your face. Not always. Some people don't think that way. Unfortunately, too many Christians do get bitter in the end. But why did God say, do whatever, but spare his life? Because if Job had died, the contest would be over. So for the best results, God allowed Job to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but not die. It is assigned for man once to die and then the judgment. His assignment time had not yet come up. And finally, his wife said, the un- unex- unspoken and unexamined partaker of this contest between God and the enemy and Job being the center figure, the one that never gets any attention, is Job's wife. <laughs> Don't tell me. Listen, she lost everything Job did, including the children. Her response was to what? To curse God and die. So ironically, Satan was re- correct regarding her spirit. But he could not be right about many other people. And he was not right about Job. And God knew who Job was, and God won. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Just checking my Chromebook, my less than a dollar's worth Chromebook. It is still working. You can text us also, 214-210-8483. 
That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. What? You can call us on the phone live during the show? Yes. You call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. But when you make that call, get ready. Because you will be talking to... Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Let me just tell you, talking to Dynamite D, that's like finding a brand new awesome series to watch. Like, oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm not going to tell you what mine are. We'll just leave it there, okay? Just leave it there and uh, go from there. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got something you want to share. Maybe you've got a prayer request, and we're going to join our faith in that and pray for you. We want to. Why? Because we're brothers and sisters, and we ought to carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's not complex. That's Galatians 6. We want to because when we love one another, when we take care of one another, when we bless one another, when we care for one another, God orchestrates our life so that others bless, pray, and care and take care of us too. It's like, oh, that's a good idea. What a man sows, that shall he also reap. Yeah, that's in the same text about fulfilling the law of Christ. Oh, okay. It's all together there. And so maybe you've got something you want to share because what you're going through has blessed you and you've gotten through it. And maybe it's not perfect, but you know you're growing from it. It's like, yeah, no, I know it's getting better. And you want to share that people get blessed when they hear stuff like that. It, it changes them. It encourages them. And that's what you want to do with one another. You want to be a blessing to one another. You want to Hebrews 3.25 and Hebrews 10.25 each other by encouraging each other, loving each other, strengthening each other, and empowering each other. Plus, you also have the opportunity to do silly things like, I don't know, maybe enter trivia. Here's your trivia question. Where was Jesus when he turned the water into wine? Where was Jesus when he turned water into wine? And none of you better say in the river. <laughs> that'd be a very popular river. <laughs> it's just the truth. Can't get mad at me for that. Uh, where, where was Jesus when he turned the water into wine? If you think you know the answer, yeah, we always do one like pretty easy one. That would be it. Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also... Text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Where was Jesus when he turned the water into wine? And he did not go abracadabra, okay? I'm just making sure everybody knows what's going on and we're all on the same page. <clears throat> Excuse me for, for a second there. You know, I'm doing pretty good considering I've had this massive cold never going away. It's incredible. But I feel good now, so... That's what counts. All right. And then you guys under your print first. Do we have somebody that's ready to answer that? Oh, yeah. But, uh, I had no doubt in my mind somebody was going to come powering through on this one. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing all right, Gary. You know, I, I'm glad you asked me that. Last week was a kind of an up and down week. Uh, I felt really good Wednesday. Thursday was kind of like, mm, and then Friday I felt a little worse, so it's kind of like went through the whole week. Today I actually feel better, but I don't know if I sound better, but I feel better. And I'm looking for this week to be the week that's like I'm done with this two-and-a-half-week, three-week disaster cold leg thing. 
<laughs> so I'm very, I'm very hopeful. And I know, I, I know I you've been for you and your listeners and your staff and everything yesterday. Well, and I appreciate it, and I need those prayers and and keep praying for me because I just, I just want to have. You know what I want? I'd like a week where there's nothing to report on. <laughs> just like I don't want to report on anything. Everything's great. Let's talk about the Lord. So, but I appreciate you praying for me, and I and need I those prayers. And I also prayed for Al's wife. Yeah, and that's great too. He needs that, and uh, we were in contact over the weekend, and it's just you know it's hard to carry uh, each other's burdens as much of a distance as it is, but he's blessed knowing that other people care. I can just yeah. tell you that. I mean, that's, it, that means a lot. You know what I mean? He needs support. Yeah, exactly, exactly what it is. We've got to support one another. And who knows how it's all going to shake down, but, man, I need I need my brothers and sisters regardless. That's, that's for sure. All right, my brother, I know you're going to get this because it's not a hard one. Uh, and we know it didn't go any kind of abracadabra kind of thing. And I did think that was funny about he didn't do it at a river. But anyhow, <laughs> where was Jesus when he turned the water into wine? He was at the wedding at Cana. That is correct, sir! That would be his first miracle. That'd be the first miracle. That's right. And uh, do you remember who told him? We talked about this just last week. Remember who told him they're out of wine? His mother. That's right. <laughs> Mary. That's exactly right. And I just, as 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 my mom, whom I, you know, I love my mom. My mom was just the best. That's exactly what my mom would do. David, they're out. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You know, kind of thing. It's like kind of thing. That's just such a great, great thing. Excellent job, my brother. And then and how many there, pots were there? I'll uh, ask you that. How many pots? There were six pots, each yeah, one right. from 30. This is what they say, from 25 to 30 or 30 to 35 gallons. I always found that to be amazing. Because it doesn't seem like it's necessary for us to know exactly how many gallons. Like, yeah, there was just a lot. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's a lot, right? And right. how can we be praying for you? How can the audience pray for you? I mean, I know it's, healing is the biggest thing, and that's what we want for you. Is yeah, it, that's the biggest thing, my healing. Okay. And, and um, can I pray over you real quick? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. Father, we come before you right now, and everybody joins their faith with me, and we thank you for our brother Gary, and we ask you to bless him. And he needs healing. And it's not something that any of us can do. It's not in our power to coordinate, but it is in your power to coordinate. And I just ask you to just pour your healing power into his life and bring a, a redemptive restoration process for him and let him know it's the hand of God. We just pray you bless him and fill him full of joy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you very much, and I'll keep praying for all of you, and God bless you. All right. Thank you, brother. God bless amen. you. Bye-bye. All right. Love, 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 love talking to Gary. All right. So I want to go into this text. There's a lot here, and I'm not going to be able to get to everything, but I, I, there's a couple things I absolutely need to get to. And I and I want to – I'm going to dissect this a little different, so I don't want anybody to be overly impatient. We'll probably break about two minutes late from what I can tell, just to give some given dynamite idea, a little bit of heads up uh, uh, at that point. We are actually in Job chapter 2, verse 4. And this is where – we just finished the other week saying, you know, God saying to Satan, even though you persuaded me to hire him without a cause. And, and it's important to understand this next section. This is really important, all of this. Satan replied to the Lord, skin for sin, skin. He blesses you only because you bless him. That's the accusation. Do you know that that is, that is not the case for many people, but it is the case for some. Some people want to know what they can get from God. 
What have you done for me lately? What else am I getting? What other travel? What, 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 you gave me this. You gave me this answer. What's next? How can you help me in this way? Now, I'm not saying that anybody who's listening to my voice is doing this. But what I am saying is don't get that close to the edge that you could even be functioning that way. This is not, this Christian walk is not about what God can do for us. Okay? This Christian walk is about connecting to God for eternity and his gift of allowing us to participate with him. Separate in your own heart and mind the things that you think you need, which you most likely don't, and recognize that only God knows what your absolute desires are. It's really ironic because, you know, the Lord promises to give us the desires of our heart, but he's not talking about your heart that's filled with flesh so that you can use them to consume in, in some kind of sinful nature. He's talking about the righteous things and the, the things that are whole and the things that will help you. And only God appears to know, from, from the majority of us, only God appears to know what those things really are. And so some people get disappointed because they don't get, I wanted this from the Lord, I wanted this from the Lord. And most of the times those are fleshly things. Well, it doesn't seem fleshly. It's got this holiness surrounded all around it. Well, in your mind, but maybe in your life, that's not the case. And why I bring that up is because what Satan accuses, unfortunately, is true for people that think they're believers, but really, you know, like it's like more of the add-on. He only blesses you because you bless him. Hey, the fact that God gave us a first memory and gave us a breath, that should be enough. The, God, the fact that God loves us and talks to us and communicates to us and and, and Jesus was sacrificed for us on our behalf to establish that good relationship, that should all be enough. So when we're looking for something more, then you're saying you need something more than Jesus. And that flies in the face even of somebody like David who said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why? Because God is the answer to everything. And more of God is the best answer to everything. That's why. When we get back, there's a lot to examine and a lot to rip apart, so don't go anywhere. It gets pretty intense. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. But, Jamir, are you there with us? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, do you think you have an answer on how many days between the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the ascension? Uh, is it 40 days? That is correct, sir. You are a winner. Very nice. Uh, did you have to look it up, Jameer, or do you know, did you know? Uh, the funny thing is, um, I was reading this book, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, and then it was just talking about how God like transforms a, a lot of people's lives um, in 40 days, you know, and that happened to be one of the things that he was speaking about. So that was funny. I had just read that today, too. Wow, great timing. It, it taught me something. It taught me something, too. So I just, it's funny how you just spoke about it on the radio show, so I just had to call in, man. I always listen. So, so the trivia question actually had a meaning for you. It did. And now that just pushes me to, like, be more into also my Bible because if I was, like, I should have known that, you know what I'm saying? So... But, you know, that taught me something. I thank you for at least having that question because there's a lot of people who didn't know that, you know, so you're still teaching a lot of people. So thank you. The David Spoon Experience on 770 KAAM. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-double-A-Man 770, the truth station here in Texas. Oh, this is a good trivia question right here. This is a challenging one. Get ready. And I am going to give you a hint. Okay, here you go. Ready? 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 What type of snake emerged from the fire and bit the Apostle Paul? What kind of snake one type of snake emerged from the fire and bit the apostle paul okay here are your two hints one uh it is a fast car there is a fast car that is named this okay great job joanne and cordelia boy they're 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 getting there and then number two there's a classic joke about a Window washer. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Classic joke about a window washer. Also, a fast car. Super fast car. Super fast car. In fact, I think they came out, I don't know, probably about 20 years ago, something like that. That's uh, the two jokes I got for you right now. If you think you know, so what kind of snake... Okay, I didn't say this would be easy. What kind of snake uh, emerged from the fire and bit the Apostle Paul in the hand? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in uh, 214-210-8483. 
And then you could also send an email, uh, David at he must increase dot org. I just want to give a hint out to Eric. Now follow that last word with what it would be and you'd get there. Okay. <laughs> so, so close, brother. Anyhow, see if you can get that going. In the meantime, uh, what do I, I got the jokes. Okay. So there's, it's, it's, uh, one's a statement, one's a joke. Okay. So the statement really, it's hard to evaluate whether this is, you know, it's just an observation. I think it's a pretty good one. Uh, the closest some believers come to offering themselves to the Lord is expressed in the following commitment. Lord, Lord, use me in thy work, but primarily in an advisory capacity. <laughs> Too many people thinking, I will advise others. <laughs> so, you now here's the joke part. Ready? All right, there you go. I like those little statements. They got a lot of truth wrapped up in them, don't they? Uh, pastor was preaching on the minor prophets, all 12 of them in one sermon. After two hours, he was only halfway through his message. Everyone was getting restless. Most had stopped paying attention. After four hours, to everyone's relief, he said, finally, uh, it's almost over. And they were all thinking, yay. Then to their horror, the pastor said, oh, my, I forgot about Micah. What shall we do with Micah? One old lady sitting right in the front could take no more. She stood up and said, hey, preacher, Micah can have my seat. I'm going home. <laughs> See, she didn't want to take, all right. Hey, it's Monday. Leave me alone. Here is Trivia. Here's the trivia question again. What type of snake emerged from the fire and bit the Apostle Paul? Alzer. If you think you know the answer, where's our stuff? Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to David at he must increase.org. Here is the part we get to that this is like, Wow. So, uh, and I think it's wild for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is I've been sick. Now, somebody is calling in, and we're going to give them a chance, and we will be going longer in this segment. So don't worry. I'm not going to miss teaching any of this material, no matter what, because it's superbly important. But uh, I do did want to uh, share a little story with you, which I thought you guys might find semi-amusing. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Noelle and I, uh, we'll get to that person just said, over the weekend, Noelle and I, uh, she needed air in her tires, and that she'd uh, normally, if she needs air, she'll get it, but uh, she'd forgot to get it. So I'm like, okay, well let's let's get air in your tires while we're running this errand. So we did this on Friday, okay? Now I just I just want you to understand how how funny life can be. So uh, we uh, did our errands and then uh, stopped at the gas station, and then I was sitting there going, "You got to have a, a credit card now because they don't really even use debit cards." She goes, "No, our debit cards like credit card." And I said, "Well, I know, but it says no debit card." She goes, "It'll work." I'm like, no, it won't. Yes, it will. And so we did it. And, of course, it worked. She was right. <laughs> but that's not the funny part. The funny part is I had my glasses on, right, because I need my glasses to see the little spigot on the tire. Okay? I don't know if you guys know that or not, but that's small, right? So I've got my glasses on. And so after the second tire, my glasses fall off. And I say, honey, I had to grab my glasses and put them on my head so I can see because I couldn't see where to put the air. So she, I'm not kidding you. This really happened. She grabbed my glasses and put them on my forehead. <laughs> See, I don't know if you know this or not, but your eyes are not in your forehead. 
So it becomes very difficult to see when your glasses. Then she tried to move them, and then part of it was on the top of my head. The other part of it was by my cheek because she had missed completely. That's the kind of weekend we had. <laughs> Not even close. All right, let's send the person through. Go ahead and send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, this is uh, Ned. Hi, Ned. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. Great to have you call in. Do me a favor. If you've got your radio on, just turn it down just a little so we just don't want to get any feedback. That that would really help. Okay. All right, so now this is a great can, question. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can absolutely hear you. Get ready for this question. Okay. This question's a classic. What type of snake emerged from a fire and bit the Apostle Paul? That would be a viper. That is correct, sir! You are right! And that's why I said it's also a very fast car, the Dodge Viper. That's a fast, pretty fast car. And then the joke with the window washer, there's an old joke. The guy calls in, he goes, the Viper's coming to see you. The Viper's coming to see you. I'm the Viper. I'm here to wash your windows. See, that's an old classic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wash your windows. That's good. Excellent job, my brother. Very good work. That's what we needed. Great work. All right. Anything else? Anything we can pray for you about? Oh, just my, uh, just my marriage. Okay. You're just, just having a rough spot. We we had... just need the Lord's uh, intervention. Can I, can I pray over you? Yes. Let's do it. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother to you. And we know there's a lot of people in our audience that have just really, they're having a tough time. They're going through rough spots. The enemy's doing a lot of work in people's uh, lives, trying to create divisions. And Lord, I just ask you for peace and for grace and for forgiveness and for kindness and for mercy to be extended to one another. Let each and every one of us, especially regarding the person you've brought closest to us, let us have a great unending love for that person and let us work together to be one, especially in these relationships the enemy is trying to destroy. Please help our brother in his situation and bring about peace and grace and unity. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And in amen. Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much. You are welcome, brother. God bless you. You keep us posted on how you're doing. We'll keep you in prayer, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, uh it's one of the things we do. And so that's one of our that's a new I'm pretty sure that was a new caller. It's just great to have him. It's just like one of those things like, look, I mean, we've got to take care of one another. It's messy out there. You understand what I'm saying? Messy out there, all right? All right. Um, all right. Now, there's so much I want to teach on this that I'm actually going to I'm going to take the break and come back so I can just teach it in long in longness. OK, if that makes sense. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. In 1 Samuel 5 and 6, it talks about the Ark of the Covenant. That's where the uh, movie, uh, actually at the end of 1 Samuel chapter 5, that's where the, moody, the movie, the Raiders of the, of the Lost Ark, that's where they got the whole premise. Seventy men, uh, when the Ark came back, actually that's in uh, 6, I'm sorry. Uh, 1 Samuel 6, they looked into the Ark, which God deemed uh, disrespectful. 
and uh, real life, and 70 people died because they looked into the ark on the spot. That's, uh, that's from real. That's real stuff. That's not fake. But uh, the idea, uh, you know, it didn't probably happen the way that they showed it in the movies, but uh, okay. At least they tried to portray it, and at least they were accurate about what took place. But I think the important part is to understand the Philistine uh, rulers were political leaders. Uh, they were political leaders. They got together for a political solution. <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened. The priests got together and made a decision. Instead of trying to overcome the power of God, they thought they'd make an offering to God, return the ark to Israel. That spiritual solution worked. Got that? So political rulers making political decisions, failure. Priests making an offering to God and returning things to their proper place, solution. That's the key, people. I think that's the key. That's what we need. That's why we need a strong spiritual core in the church. Not just you in your church, but the church in large. Trust me. Trust me when I say this. When they start shooting Christians because we're Christians, when it becomes more like China and they start beating us because we're Christians, the denominational issue will fade to the white. And uh, for all of the people that say, no, no, that can't be, you are way, way wrong. Church history has repeated itself several times. It's the exact same thing. Keep in mind, the church has been around a little longer than America. Oh, tell that to some Christians. They, they want to shoot you. It's weird. Anyway, as the kicker to that is uh, the five rats. I think that's the funniest part of all, that uh, they actually had to make five golden rats representing the five political leaders. A divine humor saying sometimes political leaders can be like rats. That's kind of what that's saying. And uh, it's human proclaimed, but is it Jesus approved? That's the question. Ha! Anyway, we've had a phenomenal show. I'd say phenomenal. Would you call it phenomenal? I call it phenomenal. I don't even know what phenomenal. Super phenomenal. Super phenomenal. We've had a super phenomenal show. And uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, we really appreciate all of our guests. We have a terrific, I mean, we have something. I got, I got something for tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. It's called the nagging theory. You ever heard that? It's called the nagging theory. For all of those uh, young Jewish boys out there who uh, have uh, grown up in that same kind of uh, process, you will understand. It's the nagging theory. We're going to talk about that. And then uh, a few more things uh, about, uh, uh, oh, a few more things we're going to give away. Something interesting happened in Alabama Supreme Court. A lot of good political stuff that we've talked about, but mostly... Kingdom of God stuff, because, you know, uh, everything else compared to advancing the kingdom of God, everything else is just interesting. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That was a new fill you guys haven't heard. So there's probably about 30, 35 fills you guys have not heard. And you're going to hear, I'm sorry, you're going to hear them. I thought I put the hit the wrong button yeah, there first. There's so <laughs> many, I got so many, I mean, I've got, I mean, now Jennifer, I, I said, do you want any more? You want I could do a a thousand brand new fills in a month. It's just like, you know, there's 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 ten thousand. I mean, ten thousand subjects. There's let's see, so we thousand. There's like three thousand three hundred three thousand four hundred hours. Now we're not even counting two hundred hours we lost. I mean, there's so much. That's all I can say. Anyway, so welcome back. We're ready to do our trivia. This is a classic trivia question. 
Let's see if you guys can. Uh, now we're in the Book of Job, so if you don't get this trivia question, I'm I'm, I'm going to get sad, because and so I expect you to get it. Okay, you ready for this uh, trivia question? All right. Uh, in the book of Job, who was killed by the mighty wind that struck the house from all directions? In the book of Job, who was killed by the mighty wind that struck the house from all directions? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. We will also send you up to the website. You know, blah, 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 blah. Money. We're about 32, 32%. You think, you really keep stats like that? Really? You're asking the guy's got a doctor? <laughs> yes. Uh, we're about 32% down. That's all I'm going to tell you. You can't go 32% down. can't make it. So I'm just telling you, we've got to go. We've got to go. Forward, forward, forward. Give, give, give. If the Lord will let you, please do so. Otherwise, we're going to trust God. We're not going anywhere. Uh, but go to the website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> when they're short, you know, I just like, I got to think, you know, Jiffy Pop. No, it's like, I don't know. It's so short. Shoop. You see, and you haven't heard, though, there's one really, really long one, D, you haven't heard yet. It's super long. We'll play it one time. I'll have Jennifer play it one time. It's so, it's the longest one. It's, it goes on for a long time. <laughs> it's funny, but we'll get to that. And then you'll be creating your own, and we'll just get to that another time. All right, uh, what we're going to do, we're going to get into the text. We're going to do the text. So we're going to do history in the fourth. We're going to do that in the next segment. So I'm going to move it over. Taking my piece of history here, moving it over, moving, 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 moving my piece of paper over. And I want to go into this because this is really rather important. Here we go. Uh, Job chapter 2, verse 4. Satan replied to the Lord, skin for skin, he blesses you only because you bless him. A man will give up everything he has to save his life, but take away his health and he will surely curse you to, his, to your face. Verse 6. All right. Do with him as you please, the Lord said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left the presence of the Lord and struck Job with a terrible case of boils from head to foot. So let's talk about this, and I want to talk about it a little bit in a practical sense, and then we'll get dive into the deeper part. So what happened is Satan has already lost this contest. You guys kind of already, you're not unfamiliar with the story. I know you know this, but you know he makes a false statement. You know, take away his health, he'll curse you to his face. The answer is, well, that's not true, and it's not true always. That wasn't true prior to Job. It's not true after Job. It is true for many. But it is not true for everyone. And that's a huge distinction. Many people will curse God to his face. But not his faithful followers. And that's what you need to be aware of. There, out of all the stuff that's going on with all of the world and the politics and 
all this stuff that's been going on, people are missing the big picture. When it's said and done, there are going to be those that are separated to the right. They're called sheep. They're going with Jesus. And those separated to the left, they're called goats, and they're not going with Jesus. When it's all said and done, this is about who's going to spend eternity with God and who's not. And you can come up with all the big constructs and all the huge, we've done such a great job of systematic theology and teaching all of these things. In the end of the day, it's those that are going to spend eternity with God and those who are not going to spend eternity with God. That's it. It's a catch of fish, and some fish are kept, and some fish are let go. And that's what it's going to come down to. And so Job is proving that he's one of God's kids because he's already passed the test. He's already gotten past that normal amount. But God is very confident about Job, knows what he can and cannot handle, won't let Satan kill him. Why? Because if he kills him, there's no contest. There's nothing. It's over. And what Satan says is he'll curse you to your face. Let's see. And so God says, all right. Why that's exceedingly important is because God does allow Job to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He goes right near death, but he does not die. There is an appointment to die once and then the judgment. So for everybody that's thinking, well, you know, reincarnation sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great, but it's contrary to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, where it says man dies once and then the judgment. So just it's a once thing, then the judgment. Done. Okay? That's not what's going on. What's going on is that Satan is losing this, and now he's attacking from the health point of view. And why that's significant is everyone who can hear my voice knows that when you are sick, when you are afflicted, and when you are hurting, I mean hurting, your financial priorities are gone. Your this priorities are gone. Your that priorities are gone. When you face some form of end in your life, everything changes. When you're sick, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not. One of the things that that uh, we try to talk about a little bit on the show. When you're in a sickness like a flu or a cold, do you know why people get depressed? Because sickness has a mimic to depression. Did you know that? It's one of those weird, uh, important elements that symptoms from sickness often get people super sad. And they lose hope. And what Satan is trying to pull and is trying to do is, yeah, you get this guy sick enough, he'll bail. He'll quit. That's what the contest is. Couldn't do it in possessions, couldn't do it in children, couldn't do it in anything else. So he's like, you let me attack him physically. I'll take him down. Now, most of you know I was been sick the last like three weeks. In fact, I hate to say this, but in fact, 
Uh, a week from today, I think, is the 21st, right? Because uh, today's 14th. So a year ago, a week from now, is that right? Is it today's, today's the 14th or it's the 17th? Sorry. 17th. 17th. Sorry. I can my brain. See? See? Uh, when's the 21st? The Friday? December 17th, 18, 19, 20, 21st, yes. Friday. Okay. So a week from this Friday, it will be a year ago that I had my second surgery on my leg. It's been the worst year physically for me ever. And I've had three operations and 20 broken bones. This has been the worst, right? And I understand the discouragement and the depression. Uh, no, no, nobody's happier than I'm, you know, 10 times larger. <laughs> There's more of me to love. Anyway, the bottom line to that is I understand that feeling of, not the way that Job did, but I understand that feeling of, hey, this is really hard and it's discouraging. I don't understand it the same way that most of you do. Most of you have been much in much harder positions and are in much harder positions. But it does change things, and you're still you're, you're going through it, and you're still on a trial, and you're still going through it, and your shining faith declares that you are a child of the Most High God because... You will not curse God. At the end, we'll have brothers and sisters who've gone through it and 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 it just doesn't go good. Da, da, da. They will praise God with their last breath. But they are brothers and sisters we will spend eternity with. And this comes down to who's in and who's out. As bitter and as harsh as it gets. It is not about this life here, but the next. And if we don't believe that, we don't believe anything Jesus taught. So as discouraging as the enemy tries to make it, you have an eternity that God is ready to bless you with. Don't give in. Ever. Okay? In regards to the trivia question, the question was Job... Uh, had uh, who was it uh, that was that was killed by the building with the four different directions of the winds? And that was his kids. His kids. How much pain is that guy in? Wow. He will not curse God. He simply blesses God with his mouth. Get it? All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. 
did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cow punch sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's cow punch sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story. But it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. That's bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hands. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really, drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope. Federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere, Dave. There's no... I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our final trivia question. So here's the deal. If you call in, if you haven't called and you're calling in to answer a trivia question and you have a problem getting through, dial in again. So if you haven't called and you want to call in and you're like, oh, I couldn't get through, keep trying until you find out that there is no trying left. Is that, is that a good way to say that? That's a good way to say that. Here's your last trivia question. Uh, your answer is one of the major profits. Now, how many major profits are there, right? I mean, you guys got to know Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Okay, so this, the answer is one of those four. Which Old Testament prophet was thrown into a cistern and sank into the mud? Which prophet was that? If you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. Also, you can text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. As well, you can send an email, David at he must increase dot org. In the meantime, we do have somebody calling in. Uh, we are going to somebody's already calling in to respond. That's pretty good. That's pretty fast, actually. So I'm pretty impressed with that. Uh, let's see. I'm going to check in with uh, Dynamite D and see what the status is on that person. And then uh, we will determine how we're doing the history and the rest of the show. 
Keep okay. praying for us as we need wisdom. Are we good for this? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, Gwen. Hi. How are you? I am okay. You're doing okay? All right. You Are you ready for this mm-hmm. trivia question? Feeling comfortable? Yeah, it's just a guess, but okay. I'm guess. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the good thing. It's either Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, or Daniel. So it's one of those four. So which Old Testament prophet was thrown into the cistern and sank into the mud? I'm going to say Isaiah. Okay. If you were going to guess a second time, what would you guess? Ezekiel. And if you were going to guess a third time, what do you think you'd guess? <laughs> There it is right there. <laughs> oh, I'm not very, I wasn't very good at that one, was I? Oh, well, you got it. That's all we want to do is get you there. See, he was thrown into a cistern, and it was full of mud, and he, he got a little discouraged. And I think if somebody threw me in a big thing of, and it was filled with mud, I, I'd probably get discouraged. I'd probably, like, <laughs> I'd probably right. be like, you know, a nice bath right now, maybe a night at the at the you know at the sweets with a little bit of a, a you know kind of a, some kind of bathtub would be nice instead of being in this mud right. pile. <laughs> but still, you did great. The point is, we learn it together, and that's the whole point: is to get that and go. Next time I hear about a prophet that got tossed into a cistern and was full of mud i'm gonna know that dude that's jeremiah that poor guy that you'll never forget (laughs) that the rest of your life that's what's cool yep i'll remember it now Ah, great job (laughs) but thank you for calling call any time okay okay all right if you do need anything for prayer are you okay i'm sorry what do you need anything for us to pray is there anything we can pray for you or you doing okay um, well, I, yeah, I do have a prayer request. Sure, please. I have a sister that passed away, and her husband is having a really hard time. So his name is Daniel. Daniel, let's can we pray for him right now? Yes. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now, and we just lift up Daniel to you. And, Lord, loss is hard. It's just a hard part of this life. And sometimes we don't see what's on the other end, and it, it gets frustrating. And we are just praying for Daniel that he would not give up, that he would not get despondent, but instead, Lord, he would find hope, that he would find life, that he would find uh, some form of refreshment, some form of uplifting, even though the time is hard and he needs to grieve and go through that process, Lord. We're praying that he can still rise above and that you'll put his feet upon a rock and a new song in his heart. We lift him up before you and pray your blessing in his life. We thank you for our call, and we pray that you would bless Rosie in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, that that was for Gwen. Did I say Rosie? See, that's why I'm names. I'm so bad. Sorry about that. Okay, Gwen, sorry about that. Well, the Lord knows. See, that's what the part I like the most because we have we've had like two hundred different people on the show, and I uh, it's really hard for me to remember everybody. <laughs> Don't get mad. I'm sorry about that. That was my fault. Uh, we do have actually somebody else calling in, so I want to make sure. Uh, so that's her brother, Gwen's brother-in-law. We want to keep him in prayer, and then keep Gwen in prayer because she she knows she's aware 
uh, uh, enough. Uh, oh, she wants to talk again? Okay. No, somebody else? All right. Yep. I'm calling. This is what we're here for. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, David, this is Joy Ann. I'm just loving the show and the way you're praying for people. Can I ask a quick prayer request? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. And I, I love what you said to Gwen and everyone else. So we're praying. Um, Tomorrow, my husband is actually having some eye surgery, so I get to go take him in the morning. But um, would you pray for that time that we have together? Some of the audience know that it's been a, a sad and difficult time in our marriage, but I'm just so thrilled I get to help him tomorrow. So I'd love your prayers for that. You got it. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We just so thank you for Joanne and for Cordelia. They're just fantastic people. And she's going to have this opportunity, Lord, to to work with Stan and to, to kind of be in his presence. And they're going to have a chance to hang out together. And by the power of your Holy Spirit, would you please open up some kind of dialogue that instead of it being degrading, could be kind of more of a connective dialogue that they're able to connect together and about about truth, about love, about grace, about just life itself, and that, Lord, you would bless and give wisdom, and pour out your wisdom on Joanne and to know when to say something and when not to say something. Just like we were praying for Gwen, Lord, Gwen's brother-in-law, just like we were praying for Ned, just the different people that we pray with. Please help your people. They need your help. And Joanne needs your help. She knows she can't do this without you. She already knows it. That's why we're asking you to help her and give her the wisdom on what to say and what not to say and the right spirit to have throughout the process. Protect her because we want her to be okay, but give her opportunity, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Thank you, Dr. David. And we're praying for you and your family. We just love you all so, so much. Well, so we appreciate thank you. That. All right. Come. Have a great one. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. And then, uh, Joanne, Joanne, let us know tomorrow how that goes, too. So we'll, 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 we'll have that opportunity. Okay. So, and again, I apologize for the Gwen thing. See, what happened is Lewis asked me to pray for Rosie, and I saw Rosie. And <laughs> it doesn't matter. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Does it matter? Does it matter, D? I think we're good. Okay. It's the heart and the team. That's right. All right. Let me say this one last thing because I want to make sure you catch this, okay? Uh, verse 8. So Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. Do you, do you not realize that is exactly what Satan said that Job would say? And that's what's so bizarre, right? It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He should have made the bet on the wife. <laughs> I'm saying that rudely. I'm just saying it's wrong, wrong, wrong chess piece. I mean, that's kind of how I'd say that. Because she actually went down that road. And she had a lot of, I know nobody preaches on the wife because you know, it doesn't seem like it's, for some reason, it doesn't seem it's relevant, which is not true. It's absolutely, of course, it's relative. But she lost everything like Job did. She lost the kids. She lost the business. She lost everything. But Job had something that she didn't. You know what he had? He had faith in God for the situation. That's different. Uh, a lot of people believe in God. A lot of believe there is a God, right? That, that we're not talking about that. 
We're talking about Job knowing that in the circumstance. Now, again, he's gonna he's gonna spend twenty nine chapters not blaming God, just telling God he's a really nice guy. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get into that. So he doesn't blame God; he just justifies himself. We'll get to that later. But what you gotta catch is that Job knows God is faithful in the moment. That's what we need for Ned. That's what we need for Gwen. That's what we need uh, for 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 everybody, for Rosie. That's what we need for Joanne, that God is faithful in the moment. There's one preacher that I really like. won't talk too much about him, but he used to teach that every situation you have, you carry a toolbox with you, and that whatever the situation is, listen to this. It's just such just little wisdom, but so powerful. Whatever the situation is, you open up the toolbox, and whatever tool you need, that's the one that God puts in the toolbox. I just love that. Because that speaks to who God is. And you know what? He is that great. He is that kind. He is that merciful. He is that gracious. We are entitled to nothing, and we should be having lives and hearts full of praise. Got to say amen to that, right? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break, then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.